It's M-E-D Monday! Today, play your one pair hands more decisively. Everybody studies on Monday, so welcome to the 46th Minimum Effective Dose Monday episode. So today's article, it comes to us from americascardroom.eu, the poker blog over there at ACR, and it's by Alex Fitzgerald, of course, and it's called One Pair Will Make or Break You, and it was published back on August 8th, 2018. And when I read this article, I really liked it, and I think there's some great takeaways from it. Um, It makes sense when, you know, When I read it in just a little bit for you, Alex Fitzgerald talks about how one pair is the most common showdown-worthy hand that you end up flopping. So it makes sense to really study uh, study one-pair hands and post-flop one-pair hand play to figure out what might be the best line to take based on the situation that you're in and the pair that you have, of course. So what I'm going to do is, uh, like I said in the last episode, you know, 2019 is the year of action. So I'm starting every podcast with an action step. And you've heard me say this before, but if you want more out of every piece of poker content that you consume, you're going to put something from it into action in your very next study or your next play session. So if you only listen to the first three minutes of this podcast and you step into action with the MED action that I'm about to give you, you have accomplished your purposeful study and play for the day. So here is today's MED action. In your next five play sessions, choose a line on the flop when you hit a one-pair hand. Are you going to call the flop and fold to the double barrel from this opponent who does not bluff often? Are you going to triple barrel for value against this loose passive fish? Are you going to bet the flop and the turn, then assess on the river whether or not to bet or check behind? Alright, so that's the MED action. Now, those aren't your only three options. You have plenty of options, but the goal is to force yourself to think about your plays from the flop, turn, and river when you flop that one pair hand. So now that I gave you the MED action, you can stop the podcast and get to work right now. That's totally fine. But here's the MED idea. Remember, this is the critical concept to take away and apply to your game and to your studies. Here it is. One pair hands can be difficult to play, so having a plan on the flop is a good way to get value and to avoid difficult spots. Pay attention to the stack and pot sizes, as well as the type of player you are up against. Alrighty, so now, well, we might as well just get to the article right here. Here are some words of wisdom from Alex Fitzgerald. Gambate! Listen up! When Eltrusius, maiden of the clouds, blows the battle horn, let the battle begin! I am Eltrusius! Eltrusius, the juiciest. <laughs> that means you can start. One pair will make or break you. If you cannot learn how to play one pair in No Limit Hold'em, you will never succeed in the game. I could literally write an entire book on playing one pair. I've devoted tremendous resources, time, and energy to crafting guides that my students could use while playing one pair, and I still haven't covered everything. Why is one pair so important? One pair is important for two reasons. Number one, you will have one pair constantly. Number two, there's no easy way to play one pair. If you bet the flop with top pair and your opponent does a pot size raised, are you ever happy? 
Usually not. That's just the beginning of your problems. Your biggest issue with one pair is how often you'll have it. The average 20% opening range flops two pair or better 15% of the time. 50% of the time, it will completely miss the board. The other 35% of the time, you will see with a one pair hand. If you flop two pair or better on the flop, it's going to be difficult to make a huge mistake. If you make a large bet or raise with the hand, you'll almost always be making a profit. If you fold a high card on the flop, or just take a shot with a continuation bet, you'll usually be fine too. It's what you do with the pairs that creates all the problems and profit. If you find a way to consistently bet for value with one pair, and fold when you're beat, you will be in this game for a long time. If you constantly hero call down incorrectly, then you're not going to be playing No Limit Hold'em for very long. Some simple tips for playing one pair. If you have second or third pair on the flop, you can generally fold to a double barrel. Most guys do not double barrel effectively. You will get bluffed on occasion, but more importantly, you will avoid the largest losing spot in No Limit Hold'em. This is why I teach an attacking No Limit Hold'em game. Calling down and praying is extremely difficult to do well. I cannot find a true hero caller who's good at it. Much like the hot hand in NBA or a clutch hitter in the MLB, the myth doesn't seem to stand up to analytics-based scrutiny. Betting pairs for value is much easier. Many of your opponents do not have a flop, turn, or river bluff raise in their game. If you bet one pair versus them and they raise, you can muck the hand. They generally have two pair or a huge draw when they do this. This fold will be extremely exploitable if your opponent knows that you do it, but most guys in your local card room, or in a normal online poker room, are just playing their hands. You can find out who's capable of bluff raising because usually, that player raises constantly. If you know you can take over a table with bluffing, you usually do a ton of it. You'll see the perpetual bluffer raising on flops and 3-betting pre-flop. If the guys at your table aren't even 3-betting that much, or raising on the flop, 9 times out of 10, you're playing against opponents who will let you dictate tempo. Versus them, raise big enough pre-flop to get everyone to fold. They'll usually let you get the raise through one time or maybe two. Then one guy will decide to slow you down by calling. If you're in position, bet the flop and the turn, giving yourself the option to check the river or bet for more value. This will keep your range wide and his range capped, and you will also maximize your earnings. If he's in position and you flop a pair, you need to make a decision on the flop. Are you betting three streets? Or are you checking then folding to a second barrel? Until you have statistics or live tells, these are really your two best options. If you bet two streets with one pair, then check the river, you are effectively telling your opponent, I have one pair or a missed draw. Please play accordingly. Unsurprisingly, most guys do pretty damn well when they know their opponent's hand. If you don't like how big the pot will be on the river after a triple barrel, try playing with the bet sizes. Don't get worried until they raise you. If you decide to check and call, be extremely wary versus the second bet. If they bet the flop, check the turn. And bet the river, that's a good pot-controlled pair most of the time. If they bet the flop and turn, you need to know that many guys will not do that as a bluff. The guys who do bluff turns 
tend to bet small on the flop to set up that turn bluff bet. If they don't do that, they're usually not bluff betting as much as you'd like them to. I hope these tips have been helpful to you and your game. Good luck to all of you. Oh, man. <laughs> that was totally wicked! Well, I hope you enjoyed that article just as much as I did. You know, it was pretty eye-opening to see how often we flop those one-pair hands. I did run a 20% range, the, the normal 20% range that I would assign somebody. I ran it through Flopzilla. And actually, you hit a one-pair hand, which is as low as, like, bottom pair, uh, up through an over pair, 45% of the time. In the article, he said 35%. But I guess it probably depends on the range that you're assigning your opponents. The ranges that I assign a 20% has, um, you know, most Broadways, every single pair, suited connectors, suited aces and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that already has a pair before the flop. So maybe with my calculations in Flopzilla, it's 45% hitting pairs. But it makes sense that about half of the time with a 20% open raise, which is roughly a cutoff open raise, what I recommend, um, you're going to be hitting a pair. So it's really, it's, it is a really good idea to plan what you're going to do on the flop when you do hit that pair. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And of course, thanks to Alex Fitzgerald and americascardroom.eu for putting out that incredible article. Make sure you go to Alex's own website, pokerheadrush.com, and sign up for his newsletter there. That's how I got word of this article coming out on americascardroom.eu. It's a really good one. Alex throws out uh, basically every single day one free piece of content, whether it's a video or an article for you to read um, or a blog post or something. You know, there's tons of stuff. You've got to sign up. So once again, pokerheadrush.com. And if you'd like, tell Alex that I sent you his way. His Twitter is at TheAssassinato. You can listen to this and every other MED Monday episode by visiting smartpokerstudy.com slash MED Monday. And remember, preflop online poker is still available in all formats on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, do a quick search, preflop online poker, or even Sky Matsuhashi. Bam! It'll pop up for you to purchase. So until next time, apply the MED idea to the rest of your game and practice the MED action all week long. <laughs>